All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys. It's a raw feed. Fuck it, we're doing it live. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. And we're going to be talking about, well, first of all, it's Monday. Well, is this coming out on Monday? It is, gonna, it okay, is. So we're gonna drop right before late. midnight. Yeah. Right before midnight. Because, guys, we had Oscars to talk about. And we had a wait to record till after the Oscars. So we're going to talk about the Oscars a little bit, and then we're going to go straight into what happened this past weekend, which was February 7th, and then we're going to talk about next weekend. Yep. It's so much. There's so much going on. There's right always now. so much happening. That's what's great about being a box office podcast. It never the BO never sleeps. It doesn't. And I barely slept after our triumphant night last night at the Oscars. We're the big winners. Let's just start right off the bat. Don't bury the lead. Mm-hmm. The lead is the BO boys are the big winners of the 2020 Academy Awards. We did it. We showed our influence, mm-hmm. our influencing power. We are officially influencers. We we had a mission. We had a, a single focus, a single mission that we were doing in only one take. Mm-hmm. And that mission was to stop what was going to be a total disaster. There, yep. were, there was danger looming that other people did not know about. There was a large group of people. That we're going to make a huge mistake. Yep. And we had a mission to just not stop until we got to the point where we could warn everyone, don't do it. Don't do this. It's going to be a disaster. And that mission that we were on was to stop the Academy from making 1917 the best picture. And we did it. And we did it. We did it. We ran across the battlefield. Yes. We dodged bullets. And we turned we the tide. We turned, we turned the, tide. the tide. And we won the war. For weeks, Clayton, we've been saying 1917 stinks. We've been saying 1917 yes. is not World War II. It's not deserving of best picture. So we, I've had friends who are still angry at me mm-hmm. because I had Good, a That's sense how you know duty. you're living a life worth, worth living Absolutely. if friends if, are if, mad at you. Yeah, if my friends are happy with me all the time, what am I doing wrong? Right. A lot. I think that history will bear us out as heroes. It already has. I know. And it I th- already has. The B.O. Boys won. Parasite won Best Picture. 1917 won Jack All. It won three below the line categories. You know what that is? One more than Ford v. fucking Ferrari. <laughs> 1917 <laughs> is but a footnote. Uh-huh. It's a box office winner, sure. Yeah, sure. And I know on this podcast that's, you know, that's the main thing of course, but 1917 was set up to be an Oscar dominator and it won jack all. It won one more than Joker at the Oscars. Yes, that is so true. That it only so won two true. more awards than than the Obama documentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, American man. Factory in 1917 basically won as many Oscars as each other. It it it's it it just it felt so worth all of the heartache and all of the frustration and all the things that we went through trying to get this message out. Yeah. And I think finally people realized this is a World War 1 movie we're voting for. Yes. And do we want to do this? It you know, it is interesting that it it took a long time for that to get through, but it was obvious last night when they said, 
Bong Joon-ho Best Director, and then when they said Parasite Best Picture, it was clear the message finally got through right at the wire, right before they were about to go out onto that battlefield and vote for 1917 for Best Picture. They heard our cries. Mm -hmm. They heard our cries on the battlefield, and they listened, and they stopped. And we had a limited window. Yeah. Because the the campaign was a lot shorter this year. Yeah. And the window for voting and all all that stuff was so truncated yeah. that we had to get our message out in a very quick fashion. Yes. To the coked out, completely clueless group of awesome Hollywood people that we adore that make up the Academy, coked out of their gourds. Mm-hmm. So to get a message through those mounds, those yeah. white, snowy mounds. Oh, yeah. The powder was flying everywhere. But they got the message. 1917 is a bad movie that did not take place in World War II. Nope. And it is a footnote. It will not be remembered as one of the worst best pictures to ever become a best picture. It is now, like you said, a movie no one will ever think about and never have to watch again. It's a movie that people will say... What was that that World War Two movie where I don't remember the characters that was the, the Batman guy directed and they were like, Oh, that's Dunkirk. That's Dunkirk, yeah, yeah. What was the one that the guy that that what was that old It had a British guy that I don't I it's not yeah. an actor who ever became anything. Oh, that's Dunkirk. Yes. No one's even gonna remember that it was nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen is not World War Two and nineteen seventeen is not Dunkirk. God, it felt so good last night. Yeah, it felt so good. I I also think that we uh, did a lot to help people with their Oscar pools. Yes, because we had, of course, our Oscar preview. We were the ballot boys, and we have, in fact, uh, won a Bo Boy that is fan of the show, friend of the show. Yeah, a, a great podcaster himself. Yes, Nick uh, Turner of Get Rich Nick fame. Recently added. And he's got another the one. The upcoming Deckheads. Deckheads. So a huge podcast impresario. But the main thing about his life is that he is a wannabe old boy, dedicated listener, part of our Oscar pool that grows every year. We cannot even discl- disclose the amount of money that was won at this because it's above the point that is legal in mm-hmm. the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should. We we did it offshore, technically. Y- yeah, but I don't know if we went offshore enough. Yeah, we so, were pretty lazy. Yeah, we we cast like a fishing line out, and, and we were like, "Yeah, that's where it's happening." Yeah. So anyway, which is all to say, Nick Turner won our huge Oscar pool last night, and the reason that he won, and he said this out loud in his speech, is that he listened to the Lesbio Boys. He understood that 1917 is not World War II, that is a horrible movie, and because of that, he went Parasite for Best Picture, and that's what put him over the top. Yeah, and it just goes to show you, sometimes good guys win. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the director of Parasite, and then it goes for Nick Turner. Yeah. Two great, great minds, great leaders, and great beneficiaries of the B.O. Boys podcast. Absolutely. So give it up. Give it up for Nick Turner, Bong yeah. Joon-ho, the real winners of the 2020 Oscars. Congratulations to Bong Joon-ho. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
as much as we say we're the big winners, he is definitely the second biggest winner. A hundred percent. Technically third because there's two of us, but I'll put us together to give him the second. That's nice. Yeah. But uh, uh, two big. But losers. all of his Oscars still go into just one winner. Oh yes, we're we're one combined winner. He is one winner for all of the Oscars that he got. Oh, oh yes, yeah. We can't give him wins for every single one. He's right. just a big winner in general. Uh, yeah, let's do some winners and losers. Of that's a good way of well, just sort I, of I mean, looking I, through the Oscars. Who's another winner? Eminem is a winner. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I know people are dunking on him online. Uh, oh. But be honest, when that song came on, you all tried to sing along to it. Yes. And you did it poorly, and it was the best moment of the night, other than Parasite winning. Yes. Uh, so, Eminem, big winner. Uh, I can't even wait to to say this, the two biggest losers, uh, James Corden and Rebel Wilson, who- um, That was a disgrace. Yeah, dressed like cats, made fun of a movie that they took a paycheck for- and, uh, you know, if they wanted to do what they did, which was to degrade cats, you know what else they should have done? They should have took those paychecks and left them at the podium uh-huh. and said, fight over it, fight over it. Let let everyone in that in that audience fight over their paycheck. Yeah, they, they it's, yeah, the first few, you know, the first 20 rows, they would be looking around like, what, what is this? The number on that the number on that check would have been laughable to them. To them. But you would have had people in that upper deck. You would add seat fillers who oh. are straight, straight out of out of the pen. Yeah. They are just raring to go. Mm-hmm. You would add them and you would have had the seat fillers who are straight out of prison. And you would have had all, all the, the below-the-line sh- people. Yeah, all the below-the-line. And the, the guests of the below-the-line people. The documentary short uh, nominees, the animated short nominees, all the short short nominees. They would have fought over those paychecks. Because it's is, funding. It's funding for their next project. Exactly. You Not because they're greedy, but because they it, are passionate. It, they're passionate. Which is all to say, James Corden, Rebel Wilson, coming out there and knocking a movie that they took a paycheck for uh-huh. and were bad in... Yeah, they were the worst parts of that movie. Also, people, as much as you can say that that movie was not enjoyable or whatever you want to say about it, a lot of people worked very hard on that movie, a lot harder than they did. Yes. They probably worked the least amount on that movie. They have no right to speak at all about that movie, and they should be extradited back to England. Yes. Yes, 100%. This is enough. Or... English shouldn't even take them back. They should be people without a country. Mm-hmm. Just left to roam the earth. Yeah. And think about what they did in those in those cat suits. Tar them. Tar them the in cat, the cat suits. Tar them in the cat tar suits. Them, hashtag tar them in the cat suits. Make it happen. Yeah. Hashtag tar them in the cat suits and people will know what that means. And you know what? The, our last hashtag changed the world. Yeah. The 1917 is not World War II. It's true. It turned the tide of history. It's true. When this episode drops, Rebel and Corden are in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. They should cancel his talk show. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean- Replace he... him with any other, like, YouTuber. Just now start- we're, Listen, now we're talking about TV. We're you're going right, down you're right. I'm, so, I'm so this sorry. Okay, rough. I'm so sorry. This is, this is rough stuff. So they are losers of the Academy Awards. Uh, who's another winner? Eminem was a winner- Brad Pitt's a winner. Uh, Brad Pitt's a winner. Very good speech. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I mean, it was a good show. No, it wasn't a good show, but it was the. the it was a great finale. It was, it was a, a great, great third finale. act. It was a great third act, but the rest of it was not not enjoyable. I think all the music could have just gone, except except Lose Eminem, yourself. and that's yeah. it. Yeah, but that's it. And I don't really want to talk about the. No, it's not about that. It's not about the show. Well, let's talk about box office from the movies. Obviously, oh, Parasite won Best Picture. They're saying now, yeah, that that this movie could make forty five million plus. So right now it's in the thirties, right? Yeah, I can give you an exact. So if they're you want to they're a looking bit. at because of the Best Director Best Picture win, this should get another ten million or so in the coffers. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's got to expand theaters this week. It's definitely a movie, because it's a movie that's done really well. It's in the top four or five, I think, all time of highest grossing foreign films in the United States. Well, right now it's at $35 million, Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're saying they could add a 10. They could add 10 mil. Great. So that's the big winner, where it really counts, which is in the pocketbook. And I would say and anybody who has not seen this movie... And is uh, afraid that it's overhyped. I was the same way before I saw this movie. Now, this is a movie that you should see. Because it's fun. Yeah. It is not medicine. Last year, we had a movie that was on Netflix that anybody could access. And barely anybody watched it. Because it was so boring. Mm-hmm. And what was that movie called again? I can't even remember what it was called. Uh, what was it called? I mean, do you want me to spoil you a bit? Roma. I, no. It's Roma, yeah. I really could not remember because okay. this is live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Right. All the brain farts stay in. All the belches, all the burps, brain or otherwise, mm-hmm. stay in. That movie had no chance of winning Best Picture. Or we all thought it w- was going to for some crazy reason. It was a mass delusion. This movie, I thought, had no chance because I was like, oh, well, of course they're going to make the wrong choice. But you know what? Everybody made the right choice, and this movie deserved to win this award. Yeah. It and deserved gonna... to win all the awards that it won. Yeah. And you should see this movie. So because of the Oscars, Parasite will do a lot better. I got to say, I don't know if there's another movie that I could see getting a box office bump from the Oscars. Uh, you know, nothing... Once Upon a Time can't. Marriage Story can't. Um... Little Women is still in theaters, but it's doing well. It's... It, nobody's going to say, like, oh, well, the costumes were really good, so right. I'm going to go see it. Little it, Women could have benefited from Greta winning screenplay. I think that would have been big enough to actually add a couple extra mil that I wouldn't have got otherwise. And then, I mean, God, I can't believe we haven't even said his name yet. Billion Dollar Baby Joker won Best Actor. Let's not even bother going down the road of Joaquin Phoenix himself and his stupid speeches. Yeah. And he's pilled out of his brains. Yeah. He's well, on he's on back pills, I'm guessing. Just just to uh name check uh Nick Turner again, we were texting during the ceremony and we were talking about Renee and Joaquin and their various pills and he said uh give me the Renee pills but flush the Joaquin pills and I think that is Really, how we should all live our lives. What is the logic on that? Why there? Why do you want to be pilled out in the way Renee is? Just because she seems like more blissful. Okay, that's and true. And he's just a rambling maniac, right? Talking he, about babies being snatched, cows being inseminated against their will, and putting baby milk in your coffee. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's and he's his pills are making him angry. Hers are like muscle relaxers, probably. That's true. And his are making him like. 
very, very paranoid. Right, right, right. But, you know, also, if you're speaking out about veganism, you got to keep it tighter than that. Because we can't just be rude about women's bodies. We got to say, if you're going to talk about veganism, Joaquin, you got to keep it tight, man. So he's eating too many you almonds. You got to keep it he's tight. He's eating too many yeah. almonds. He's, he, no, he's, he's a garbage vegan. He eats, it's just there's so much stuff that's vegan that is still trash. Right. Cheetos are vegan. Cheetos can be vegan, yeah. So that said, Joaquin Phoenix, he's on Angry Pills. He's a maniac. Yeah. But he is Joker, and Joker is a billion-dollar baby that won Best Actor. Well, yeah, that that was the horse. Joke, we and were, let's be honest, Joker won Best Actor. Joaquin Phoenix didn't win Best Actor. It's anybody, put anybody in that makeup. Yeah. Every uh, other person who plays Joker going forward will win an Oscar. No, every other. That's what I said, every other person. Oh, I thought you said every, every person. Other, every, every other. other. Oh, you there know, has you to know be the, the pattern. Yeah, you have to cleanse the palate with a Jared Leto type. Yeah. And then next person wins the Oscar. Joker, though, I guess is so out of theaters at this point that it won't actually add any money to the box office. Yeah, it's they're not bringing that back in. Okay. It's already made enough. You know who the next Joker should be? Oh. Jake Paul. So as the palate cleansing Joker. Yeah, why not? And then the other Paul brother is the Joker who wins the Oscar. Logan, yeah. Yeah, Logan Paul wins it. Yep. I could see it. Yeah, that's my call. Yeah. Let's talk... We're done with the Oscars. Yeah. Because... And bring back Billy Crystal. Other hashtag. Bring back Billy Crystal. So, let's talk about some tragic news. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey. Yeah. So... We were off about this one. We, You were way off and I was off as well. Yes. You were way more bullish on this than I was. But I still thought it was going to make more than 40 million or yeah. 49 million. I mean, what did it make? Let's say. Okay. 33 million dollars. This is 33.2. This is a like it is an unmitigated it, disaster. It's a disaster. It's definitely a disaster. Yeah. And we were talking last week about how we thought that they did a really good job with the marketing. But according to this Deadline article, mm-hmm. they're saying they thought the marketing was very bad and poorly done. And I agree with them on one aspect, mm-hmm. is that just call the movie Harley Quinn. Yes. The the subtitle is so annoying, and it was too, it was too cute by half. Mm-hmm. I went into this movie thinking that they did a good job of, no matter what the title was, saying Harley Quinn over and over again in different ways, almost like putting her as an actress above the title, like Harley Quinn- was the star mm-hmm. and plastering her all over all the the photos and the marketing. I th- I, th- I had gone into it thinking they had a good job making you think this movie was called Harley Quinn. But you know what? They should have then just called it Harley Quinn. Yeah, just do that. The other thing is we actually did see this movie mm-hmm. and people didn't know this going into it, but this movie is half okay. It was stitched together. It's weird these suicide movie, the Suicide Squad adjacent movies, well, Suicide Squad and this movie, both seem like total uh, stitch jobs. Right. A lot of voiceover in the first act. And then the second act, when their Birds of Prey are hanging out together and kicking well, butt. But that's not the second act. That's the end of the uh, movie. The end of the that's movie. the last like 15 minutes in the yeah. movie. This is a movie that our boy, Scott Mendelson, yeah. our colleague, our hero, Scott Mendelson, box office writer at Forbes, has this great 
Fury that I love, where he talks about movies that are failures because they give you, they set up a sequel that will never happen because the movie you're watching bombs, but then they set up a great premise that should have been the premise of the movie you just watched. And I think Birds of Prey was that movie in that spends 90 minutes telling all these these uh, stories of all the different Birds of Prey, and they don't get to hang out until the last 15 minutes, and then they promise you a sequel where now you're going to get to see them hang out from the beginning. Give us that in this movie, because you know what? This movie bombed. You're never going to get to do that movie. It ain't yeah. happening. This, Th- this is a dead franchise. This is so interesting to go from Margot Robbie, who, Margot Robbie, Robbie, whatever, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. looking like she was on top of the world because she had an Oscar nom nom nom. She had one movie, Bombshell, which wasn't a, a, a critic or fan favorite, but it got her a nom. Right. So it's a win. Yeah. She's in Once Upon a Time, Time in Hollywood, which, which most people thought that's why she was at the Oscars anyway. Right. Hanging out with Brad Pitt and Leo and Tarantino. Right. And then she's got this big IP marquee DC character coming out with her, I guess, solo movie, but turns out not to be a solo movie, but- She's the star of it. Right. She produced it. She produced it. She's a businesswoman. And it tanks. And that is... I'm surprised. And I don't know what other shot she's going to have to be a marquee star in a movie that big. Because there's just not... Well, they just don't make movie star movies, and then women get way less of those kind of movies built around them. The thing I'll say about just Margot Robbie is... Don't say she's going to be fine. Don't say she's going to be fine. She's going to be still, she's at that top of that list when there are once upon a time in Hollywood type movies. And I know that's, you know, a a rare movie. But when there are the the handful of big, big non-IP, you know, dramas that get made every year, Margot Robbie's in that top batch that's getting the first crack. But that's not a $20 million paycheck. Like, she, if this movie... This got went big. Right. She could have a twenty. I don't know. Maybe she made twenty million off of this producing and all that stuff. But I'm saying like a pure Julia Roberts. But that kind of that kind of movie stardom is barely there anymore. It's Leo and Denzel. It's and a barely there, of but it's it is available. Maybe we well, can't stop gazing at the stars no. and hoping that there's more up there than there are currently. I, I mean, I think what it comes down to is. If this movie had worked, which we all thought it was going to, then you would have got to see her make her Harley Quinn movies every couple of years, and they all would have been huge hits. And that is not going to happen. This is this is really low. $33 million for this type of movie is, I would say, a death knell for Harley Quinn being— Well, I think it's a death knell for Harley Quinn being the lead of a movie. I think— do you think this kills off Harley Quinn as even being like a value add in other DC no, movies? Will I mean, they bring this back? I or is the stink that smelly? She's looked she was looked at as a bright spot of Suicide Squad. Right. And now it, I do think that she is going to be like Hulk. Hulk is not going to get his own movie because right. all the Hulk movies did not do well because people don't want to see the Hulk. They want to see a little bit of the Hulk and they don't want to see a whole movie with Hulk. And I think I think this is a Hulk situation. Okay, where a Hulk she, situation. it'll be great to see her 
alongside somebody else. But she's she can't be the main person. And definitely these birds of prey are not going to have their own movie anymore. No, you're never You're going to have to you're probably never going to see them again or you have to integrate them into other DC movies, which at this point they're they're not fleshed out enough. Right. And, and what's of, the value of sticking in pieces of a thing that failed into something There else? is no value. I think they have more I think Harley Quinn has the value because Margot Robbie's really good as that character and you know, it's been part of something else that was a hit. The other Birds of Prey, they just got this yeah, stench on them and that don't wash off quick. I We feel bad for Margo, Margot Robbie, but we should feel worse for the other Birds of Prey. Yes. Other than Rosie Perez, who's, who's at a point in her career where she, this is like, even if this was huge, what is the upside for her other than more of these movies? Right, right. So why did this fail? What, uh, why? I mean, I don't think... And, and I don't think we could, I know we saw this and you didn't like this movie yeah. at all. I thought it was okay, but not as good as I was hoping it would be. That doesn't matter. I don't think, because it got good reviews. So I don't think the quality of this movie had anything to do with the opening weekend. This movie was, yeah, it's pretty sure it, it was going to fail no matter what. And I, I, and I think the reasons for that, we said the title, it yeah, been called the Harley Quinn movie. But I think then the other thing is, that Harley Quinn is not nearly as popular of a IP as we all gave it credit for. Well, Comic Cons are not box office. It's true. They also were saying in cosplay a lot of, is not dollars. Cosplay, no, cosplay does not equal cash. Yeah, I was reading a lot of articles, and they were saying that the R rating might have worked against this because a lot of young girls really like Harley Quinn, and they weren't able to go see this movie. Right. I don't know if that I'm an sense. adult. This I mean, is a character that started on a on a on a four o'clock in the afternoon cartoon series. True, true. It's not a character that is inherently R-rated. But the newest iteration with this new kind of outfit and attitude, I think, was integrated into the DCU proper but and became a star. Bucket, that's for the scuzz bucket in guys the in the basements. To J.O. too. That's not... No, no, listen, listen. We're so far past that the only people interested in comic books is people in their basements. Like, everybody and their mom goes to see these fucking Avengers movies. So but we can't that's, use Movies that. are not the comic books. The com- You were just describing how they changed her in the comic books. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. In terms of a mu- movie property, she's not inherently a, uh, an R-rated movie character. I mean, she is in a way because she is having sex with the Joker. There's, She's highly sexualized, but not again, not in the in this movie. And I don't think you need that. Like this was a, you know, uh, a feminist take on this character. The sexualization wasn't even part of this, and so you don't need that. You don't need the R rating for that. The movie got R rated for. Swears. Cursing for cursing because violence could you could be PG thirteen with probably the same amount of violence. There's they had. one scene where she goes into a police precinct and just uses 
bean bags. Like she uses those yep. those riot uh, whatever those are that are just non lethal. Yeah. And I was like, in Deadpool, Deadpool would have been killing these cops. Yes. Not that I'm advocating for any of this, but I'm saying that that's maybe a difference between this and that. It wasn't hardcore enough for the R rating. Exactly. You're going in there. It's not Logan. It's not seeing his claws finally go through somebody's head. What were we wanting her to do? Did we want her to take a shotgun and blow a guy's head off? Because that didn't happen. So I mean, she does beat the crap out of some people, and the action sequences are actually pretty fun. Right. Uh, but the story itself is just uh, full of MacGuffin. Um, a, a huge but again, MacGuffin that doesn't and, yeah. that doesn't affect the box office. I I think the R rating point is really dead on. It didn't maximize it. Exactly. If you're going to make an R rating, then be Deadpool. In the sense that be a movie where the stuff you do to get that R rating is a draw, you know, is a reason for the teenagers to sneak into the movie. Mm -hmm. But the R rating, the way they used it, it wasn't that. And then it was an R rating, so it did keep people out. Yeah. Yeah, I think you take the swears out of this, make it PG-13. But even that, I guess, I guess the I'm at a loss. The character's just not that popular. I, that's and 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 we were talking about this too. Is that now I, we have to, and I personally have to retroactively give more credit to Big Willie for Suicide Squad yes. doing so well because there might have been an initial rush of we really want to see uh, Harley Quinn on the big screen, but obviously it wasn't enough to make the box office pop as much as it did for Suicide Squad. And I think we have to go back and we have to retroactively give Big Willie more, much more credit for him being in that movie, making it a hit. Yeah, this is a, a this is just a giant month for Big Willie because obviously Bad Boys uh, 3 was a mega hit. Yeah, Bad Boys for Life is number two this weekend. Dropped 32%, made $12 million. It's at one Hundred and sixty-six point three million dollars in its fourth week. Like so, this is, and and that's the thing is like, he, his absence, his absence made that Birds of Prey lose money. Yeah, don't make sequels to Will Smith movies without, without Will, Will Smith. Smith. Just don't. If he's in something, he's got to be in it again. Yeah, no matter how small. If you made Jersey Girl two. He needs to make another cameo in that movie. 100%. You make another Winter's Tale. He needs to come back as the devil. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, you can't make any movie that Big Willie has been in without him. Yeah. So you we would say Birds of Prey is following Men in Black International and ID4 Resurrection in that is a sequel to a Will Smith movie that doesn't have Will Smith that bombed. Absolutely. So he's having he's having the best week ever. Yeah. This weekend was great for him. Yeah. He's the other big winner. It's Bong Joon-ho, it's us, and it's Will Smith. Well, it's us, Bong Joon-ho. And then Will Smith. And then Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So so Bad Boys, still strong, second weekend. I I got this top five, right? Uh, really? Yeah. And you had, so we'll go through it, 1917, a movie that's going to drop like a stone because there's no reason to see it anymore. No. Because uh, it won only three Oscars. One more than Ford v. Ferrari. It was only down 5% this weekend, $9 million. It's $132.5 million cume. Can those people get a refund after I'm gonna it try. Won Best Picture? I'm going to try. Because that's the only reason I saw it. Mm-hmm. Because it was the, the favorite. 
I think if you're listening to this and you've seen 1917 in the theaters, give it a try. See if you get your money back because you basically went to see this because you thought it was definitely winning Best Picture, and it didn't. So the theater should, should compensate you. Maybe not your money back, but give you some popcorn. Well, here's what they can start do. Start high. Start high with I want my ticket back, and then be happy when they give you popcorn. Trans- have them transfer those funds mm-hmm. to Parasite. And get a ticket for Parasite. Right? That's right. But the thing is, that money still has to go to Parasite. So you've got to figure out a way to extract the money from 1917. Right. And then have it moved over to Parasite. And then you are able to see Parasite with that money. I like that. I think that's what you do. That's fair. The, 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 the movie that wins Best Picture should get some money from the movie that uh, didn't. Uh, in there's this some, case, there's some kind of equation there. In yeah. this case, especially. Yeah. So, 1917, of course, number three, but didn't drop like a rock because nobody needs to see it. Still, number four, dude. Dude. Dude? Doolittle. Doolittle number four, okay? Interesting. But it's still not making a lot of money. But it's not dropping off a cliff like S- we thought it would. 6.7 million, 12% drop. $64 million cube, which is still a bomb. It is a bomb. But it's not. It's a bomb. It's be- still a bomb. It's a bomb. Because it's so funny. It's staying around. It's This reminds me of Midway. Remember mm. how long Midway stayed in the top 10? And it it, it legged out to only like 50 or something. Right, right. And it's, it, it, its budget was over $100 million or close to $200 million. And we, we still had to talk about it every week because it was in the top 10. Right. That's the kind of movie Doolittle is. It's still a bomb, but somehow it's just clinging to that like lower, lower five, and making like eight to seven million every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. But Jumanji, next level, ninth week, ninth week That's in amazing. theaters over two months. Only a drop of 8%. $5.5 million, $298.4 wow. million. Wow. So it's, it's going to go over three We're this gonna week. We're going to have to pop bottles for three. Yes, 100%. Now, number six, a movie I just saw before recording this, The Gentleman. Okay. Which, again, $4.1 million, down 26%. $26.8 million cube in its third weekend. You can't, again, this movie is, a, it's a lark for everyone yeah, involved. It can't be, it can't, the, the, it's, it's, it can't be a huge budgeted movie. No. Uh, it's perfectly fine. I enjoyed myself. It was raining today. It feels like one of and those I, movies. It was better than being rained on. Mm-hmm. It was better than being rained on. Mm-hmm. And some movies are not better than being rained on. I'd rather be rained on for, uh, the whole, amount of time it took 1917 to run its course yeah i'm with you there i'd rather be rained on than be inside and watch that and a strong rain yeah a strong well, angry a rain drizzle no a drizzle i would rather be inside than be in a see a that's because you've got this middle class lifestyle yeah. i am rough and rugged yeah yeah you're always you're always in a bad way in so the, when it comes to weather you're never protected by shelter i'm never protected uh shelter's not a right so anyway this is also weird. And this is to say that there's not much has come out recently. We're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of movies to talk about coming out next week. But this p- coming weekend, actually. 
Gretel and Hansel, number seven, 3.5 million, down 43%, 11.5 million, Cume. I mean, still. That's pretty bad. It's still pretty bad. Um, but this, this is the type of movie that, like, who knows where the funding came from. There's probably people funding that movie and they didn't even realize they did. Oh, yeah. It's getting funneled to something sinister. Right. Uh, if we knew the tale behind the tale. That's the that's your movie. Well, you know, well, I was we were talking about this movie the other the other last episode, I think, or a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And well, it had to be last episode because it only came out last weekend. Sophie Lillis or Sophia Lillis. Okay. She's the main girl in it. She's the redhead in It. Oh, in the movie It. In the movie It. Okay. Because remember, I was like, she was in It. Oh, so she's the star of It. Who was she in It? Okay, so she's like kind of a big star then. Yeah. But, I mean, she did an Answer Drew movie that went straight to, like, like, uh, rental. Airplane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, listen, she's, like, young. She's got a chance. Right. But she's not a star yet. Next, number eight, dude. Dude. Knives out. Wow, back in the top ten. Back in the top ten. Two point three five million for the weekend, down only nine percent. Cum of one hundred and fifty eight point nine million wow. in its eleventh weekend. This thing is unstoppable. Wow. Left the top ten and came back in the top ten. Yes. You love to see that. That is so and that's that shows. The power of that movie. That's that's a situation where the moviegoers were getting their box office news from your Scott Mendelsons, from us, maybe from their local syndicated columns that deal in box office. And they saw Knives Out. It's not in the top ten this week. I'm not, I'm not feeling good about that. Let's go out and see Knives Out, get it back in the top ten. This was a conscious effort by the moviegoing public. It's consumers... Using their power. Yes. Which they forget they have a lot of power because this is a consumerist society. This is a consumerist nation. So you can get a lot done just by paying for things. Mm-hmm. Now, number nine. A little movie about some little women. Made $2.3 million this weekend. Down 24% for a cum of 102 Point six. So we are popping bottles yeah, for it. Pour one out for little women. Celebrate There's over a hundred mil domestic. A glass for each little woman. One for uh, Joe Lo- gets the biggest glass. Joe We're giving out different glass. size glasses. Well, Lori's getting a glass. Now, Bobby Odenkirk's getting a glass. We've talked about. How we got to divvy up the money? Do we want to save that for next week? Yeah, we got to save that for next. We'll save week, that because. for next we week. We got a lot of releases to talk about after we get. That's to true. Our- okay, so tune tune in next week. We are going to be finally, finally divvying up the money amongst the little women. And when did we say we were going to do it? We said that when it was over a hundred, but also when it made more money in a weekend mm-hmm. than a little movie <gasps> called. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Not Rise of the Skywalker, just... The just, Rise of Skywalker. Just Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Made $2.2 million, down 31%, for a pathetic, puny, flabby, 
$510.5 million cube. Oh. Still $20 million under Rogue One. And no chance A to catch it. Star Wars story. Clayton. The ne- Jackass 2.5 of the Jackass trilogy. That's what Rogue, Rogue One is. Right, right. So I saw you not following it, but then you got. Back I got it. It took a while. I I, yeah. Yeah, I had a glazed over look in my eye. Most but because I'm also sick of talking about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. And you know what? Next week, it's probably out of the top ten. Finally. Oh, it's gonna definitely get pushed out of the top. And 10. the public is not gonna come together. They're not gonna organize and rally, and and community organize and get it into the top ten the way people did for Knives Out. Once. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is out of the top 10. People will forget it ever existed. And the one Oscar it was up for, it was beaten by another loser movie, 1917. Special effects. Mm -hmm. So people disliked Star Wars so much that they created an entire universe populated with creatures created purely with special effects. And the people in the Academy said... Uh, now, what about that movie where, like, it's, like, a war movie and, like, the building isn't really there, but it's, like, a, a burning building right, and, and they made some, it like, and There's post. some squibs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's how little people respected Star Wars. The last of the trilogy of trilogies. Yep. It's almost over. It's almost out of the top ten, and then we never have to talk about that movie again. So... Let's talk about next weekend. Okay. We've got a lot of things coming out. Because this is Valentine's Day. And a three-day weekend. And a three-day weekend. President's Day weekend. So just before we get into this, we were our next uh, podcast is going to be on Tuesday because we want to get those Monday numbers in. Yes. So we're going to release on Tuesday. Tuesday late night. Kind of the same thing as on this Tuesday, situation. February eighteenth. That'll yeah. be the next episode. That'll be the next episode. So if it's not here on Monday, don't worry. We didn't say anything that got it erased. Right. It, we're just we're just letting people have their vacation. Right. Next weekend, this coming weekend, mm-hmm. we've got downhill, which is the Julie Louis Dreyfus, Will Ferrell, uh, two hander, mm-hmm. which dramedy, dramedy, based on. Force Majeure, which mm-hmm. is, I believe, a French movie, a foreign movie. Yeah. And uh, limited release. Don't know the the counts, but it's going to play. It's playing a lot in the New York theaters. Don't know how it's going to go in the stacks. And uh, the Plain Billies are going to be able to see this movie. Right. So not, may not be a mall movie, may yeah. not be the top of a forest movie. So we're really not going to say, I don't think we can really accurately say how much it's going to make. It's probably going to be in the. Uh, one to two million dollars, depending. Right. So we're really not gonna talk about it. Other than you should go see it if you can, because she's one of the most perfect people to exist in the world, right. and he's hilarious. Yeah. So go see these two. And people. Julia Louis Dreyfus is one of those people who I feel like has not become a movie star by choice. Yes, she's just been like, I don't, I don't need to. And we're movie star people. We're box office people. But Julie Louis-Dreyfus is a movie star level star without having had to be a movie star. Absolutely, yeah. She's she's in rarefied air. Yeah. Which is what the plot of Downhill is about. Yeah. So we also have 
Blumhouse is Fantasy Island. Hmm. Now, this is a movie that's very interesting because they're putting it out on Valentine's Day, which horror movies do have a uh, a lot of women that go see horror movies. That mm-hmm. demographic comes out strong for these movies. Yeah. And there's always the cliche of take a date, you're going to get scared, you're going to get close to each other. Right. It's a they way jump to on your lap. force the guy jumps on your lap. Yeah. Whatever it is you want. Yeah. It's a way to force people to touch you. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what that's, or to that, or to just passively they will touch you. Well, the well, the the scares. I'm not blaming the people. Gotcha. I'm saying like the scares will force people to touch you. Right. So the scares are the ones who are legally at fault here. You can, you can make money suing movies for scaring people into forcibly touching you. Gotcha. That is something that you can do. Gotcha. And if if people want to talk more about that, I I I, I will. I can give them a website to go to because I know a guy. But anyway, this is uh, a movie that I don't think is they're thinking is going to do very well. Okay. Although it is starring a young lady that was in another Blumhouse movie, Truth or Dare. Okay, so it's the lead of Truth or Dare, but which did okay. It did okay, but there is a it is a uh, group of people, and it is uh, based on the old TV show, but it's been horrorized. Yeah. Okay. So I think what's interesting here is you're targeting a movie, you know, basically teenagers or people in their early 20s. That is the main horror demo. And you're using an IP that they couldn't possibly give a shit about, which is Fantasy Island. They, I don't, I think like the the 1970s means something to our generation. But people mostly older than us, because those were repeats that kids that were, like, older in the 90s watched. Right. And we were still a little bit young to watch Fantasy Island, I think. Uh, I mean, we we didn't we watch it, obviously, it when it was on, but, but that's the thing. We knew it existed, and we knew it had been popular. I think now, if you are a 16-year-old in high school... You have no... Fantasy Island means absolutely nothing to you. Blumhouse means something to you. That's why you had to put Blumhouse in head. Right. It, it should have been called Fantasy Island's Blumhouse Island. It should have been called Blumhouse Island. Blumhouse Island. Yes. Because that is an IP. Yes. Fantasy Island that makes no difference. Right. Other than it, I guess it is uh, describing what the island is. Right. And they had to make... It, there, there could it's, have been something where they had... It's two words that are fine together, yeah. but the IP itself means nothing. So, uh, Truth or Dare opened to 18 million in April 2018, and uh, it made 41 million dollars domestic. So I feel like this Fantasy Island movie will make less. Will make less. The and also just as a uh, creative decision, I'm totally fine with taking the Fantasy Island IP, and if you're going to do it, no matter what, doing it as a horror movie. That's not a bad idea, but. I've seen the trailer, and this feels muddled. It feels a little muddled. It doesn't feel super hooky for a teenager. I don't think teenagers also have a lot of desire to go to a fantasy island. I feel like the. I think for teenagers, the whole island thing is like it should have been a mall. 
Well, it's like you should be in a mall and they could go to different kiosks in right. the mall and they would give them their fantasies. Right. Or or it should have been the mall madness. They should have used the mall madness game. Blumhouse's Mall Madness. Remember mm-hmm. Mall Madness? I don't. There's a sale at the kitchen store, and then you have to go to the kitchen store and it talk to you. And that's like a a, a board game. It was a board game. I don't but, remember. But that. then they give. I you... don't think the teenagers would have been into this board game that you remember either. I, I know that we never cut things, but you should cut that out so that we can sell that. We should sell that we movie. Sell that idea. Okay. I don't. We can't cut it. It's a raw feed. I think the Fantasy Island. Premise is something teenagers are not going to be into because islands mean you might not have good Wi-Fi connections, and that is not enticing to teenagers. Yeah, they need to have they need to know, but but that would instill fear in them. Yeah, but not but the right kind of fear. It's not the right kind of fear. I don't think there's. I don't think teenagers have fantasies about going to islands anymore. No, I think that's a, a, a an our generation thing. But did you, as a kid, want to go to an island? Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe I no mean, one wants to go to islands. Maybe no one wants to go. Yeah. Um, I think what is the what is the over under on this? Because whatever it is, I think I might go under. So also starring Michael Pena as the guy who gives them their fantasies. Sure, he's good. I mean, means nothing to the box office, obviously, but he's he's usually good in something like this they're saying 12 to 17 um 14 is their guess and it's down 10 percent from um what they initially thought i think it's less yeah i think these horror has been not been doing good the last but few months i've been really bad guessing mm-hmm. i thought hansel and Gret- i thought gretel oh sorry sorry uh gretel and hansel how dare i that was an assault gretel and hansel mm-hmm. i uh thought was gonna tank hugely and it made seven million dollars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so 14's low. But here's the thing. Is there going to be crossover with any other movies that are coming out, right? So do you think The Photograph, which is a romantic movie, right, starring Issa Rae right. and Lakeith Stanfield? I think that could do really well. It, the, the trailer I think is so boring. I haven't seen the trailer. I've only seen a poster. It, they're saying the same thing. They're saying 13. I think... Okay, here's the thing. Which of these do we think is going to do better this weekend? I think the photograph. I don't know. Horror is is a perennial. Hmm. Horror but it's is Valentine's. I think Fantasy, Fantasy Island, Island. I think Fantasy Island does better than the photograph. I think photograph does better. Okay. I think they're both in then the teens, but I think photograph does better. Okay. Okay. Um. So then you're thinking what? You're thinking Photograph does over 13 and Fantasy, Fantasy does, does under, under okay under 14. Okay, cool. So w- yeah. I'm going opposite. Okay. I'm saying Fantasy Island is going to – well, I'm not saying it's going to necessarily make more than 14. I'm just saying it's going to make more than Photograph. Mm-hmm. But let's – why are we burying the lead? We've got to talk about the big movie coming out this week. Okay. The movie that could break out, especially because Bird of Prey, Birds of Prey is so weak. You gotta talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god! You keep forgetting Sonic Weekend, dude. We have tickets for Thursday night. I can't believe. Okay, well the the big problem is it's not the original. It's not the original Sonic, which was the Sonic trailer that they dropped the beginning of 2019, in which Sonic the Hedgehog had human legs, human face, human teeth. He was grotesque. 
was beautifully a t- grotesque, a complete sideshow freak, not mm-hmm. cute in any way. No, barely looked animated. Yeah, probably L- was holding in vomit, <laughs> like constantly just holding in vomit. Yeah, yeah, just caked in everything. Yeah, so always caked, matted. His 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 fur was matted. Oh, you could not get a comb through it. No. And the teeth were sharp. They were so sharp. They were really sharp. He was so dangerous. They were so sharp that they would just cut his mouth open. Like, there's no way that his mouth could sustain that sharp of teeth. Right, right, right. And that's the kind of thing kids It was a Hannibal Lecter-esque Sonic. Yes. And, of course, that trailer came out. Twitter did its Twitter thing. Tore it to shreds. But we were so excited. We were so excited. And then they reshot, reanimated Sonic- they kowtowed, they kowtowed to small minds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And so the movie that is coming out this weekend is a bastardized, sanitized version. Yes, it, it is should not be called bastard version. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they used to re- release movies where it'd be like fully, you know, uh, extra skanky edition. Okay, you know, where it'd be like the girl next door, extra skanky. Oh yes, yes, know? yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This should be like they Sonic. would they would digitally remove like the actor's clothes and then put like a big red bar across yep, yep, yep. it yeah. on the DVD cover. Yes, yeah. So that's what they they did this in reverse here. Yeah, where they're like, yeah, they originally were gonna make that version of this movie. This is like Sonic the Hedgehog, completely ballless edition. Right. Yeah. Right. Although in the other Sonic, it also was very logical that they showed where testicles used to be. Yes. And are not anymore. So that is, Sonic had been neutered and he yes. was angry about it. This one's been neutered and seems fine with it. Yeah. That all said, Sonic is coming out this weekend. And you know who's also also in this movie? Well, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Is the villain. Another IP that means nothing to kids. <laughs> but that's the reason I'm excited to see it. But we are also so old. So old. I yeah. mean, that is the thing. He, he, I think, is truly meaningless to kids. And that is nothing against, uh, that's saying nothing against him as a person, him as a performer, or his legacy, which has given me, he's a man who's given me more joy than probably anybody. Uh, there's a very and small an all-time, number. An all-time box office star. Yeah, he had Had to run as long and, and as hard as you could ever have a box office run. Absolutely. But this Sonic movie is this going to be a bananas failure or is it going to do well because kids got to have something and well, they they've been clinging to Doolittle for a month now yeah um very few video game movies if you follow box office mm-hmm. do any real business mm-hmm. uh people don't usually like video games on the big screen now Pokemon came out this summer and did fine. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't even a global smash either, which was people were expecting. So like, that's not even a guarantee. Sonic and I Pokemon is a much bigger property right now yeah, than, than Sonic. Sonic is right now. Yeah, the nostalgia. I mean, do you have legitimate nostalgia for Sonic the Hedgehog the game? I do not, but I think that our generation there is a lot of that. You were a Mario guy. Yes. Because you're Italian. Yes. And he's like, you've got pictures of the Pope up there. You've got Sinatra Sinatra and Super Mario. And Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. Uh, I 
I do. I, I think though our generation, there's definitely a lot of Sonic nostalgia. Okay. I don't know if that's enough because we've seen nostalgia is definitely not enough to translate to dollars. No. Because going, you know, thinking about something fondly or watching a reunion show on TV is a passive act. Going to the box office is an act that takes effort and energy. Oh, absolutely. That said, is this Sonic movie going to be appealing to kids? That's the biggest. I think that's And the I think it question. would have been more appealing if it was a monstrosity, if it was a freak show, if it was something that kids went into thinking this is going to be something I will remember forever. When but, I was a child, yeah. I did not see Gremlins. Mm-hmm. But I remember going to a department store and saw stuffed Gremlins. And it terrified me. Right. And I eventually saw that movie and loved it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the fact that this Sonic is not a terrifying experience for kids, it will make it not memorable. Right, right, right. If you had those Sonic dolls at Target or uh, other places where kids are taken to shop, right, with their parents, and they see this sharp-toothed, like... Obviously, post-surgically removed testicle. Uh, it's on the Renee body. Zellweger pills. Exactly. Yeah. You see that but in a bin. But then also on the Joaquin pills. You're in Walmart, and you see that in a bin. You would be haunted, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I think that would translate to ticket sales. Right, right. Because they would be like, I need to live this trauma. Right. I need to go to the site where this, I need to face this trauma. Right. And I think a lot of kids are facing trauma a lot earlier than we are. Right. I still haven't faced any of my trauma. Right, right. I'm really just waiting for the perfect time. Right. It's never going to happen. But I think- And this Sonic movie could have been that time for you. Exactly. Yeah, and now there's no trauma involved in this So now we have got purely cute, smart Alec Sonic plus Jim Carrey- as a villain, plus James, James Marsden. Marsden which, I like a James Marsden. Sure. He's a Great nice in sex guy, drive. Very steady presence out there. I'm glad he's in movies. Never want him to not be in movies. It means nothing at the box office. So Yes, he is not a value add or a detraction. Exactly. He he's, just exists. He shows up on time, and we're all happy he does so. Yep. Where is this movie a blockbuster? What makes us a blockbuster other than kids need something because they're sick of Doolittle? Well, they, there was an article a couple weeks ago saying that this could open as big as $46 million. Okay. That has not—I that has. I think people's anticipation of this has gone down a little bit because right now, Box Office Pro has it between 33 and 38, and they're saying a three-day of 36. So they're saying this is going to make a little bit more than Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I mean, I think it's going to be number one, no doubt. Yes. But definitely. how big? And I'm now I'm like all shook from Birds of Prey. And this is a kid's movie, so I don't know how many. I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, am I going to go 40? Am I going to say that this is going to make $40 million? Because this can't be a, an adult's date movie. No. Right? Sonic can't be. You no. know, Birds of Prey, if that would have clicked is definitely a type of movie that now even middle-aged couples could go on a date to see it. Yeah. I don't think Sonic... 
I think if you're in a relationship and you're suggesting that, you're in for a fight. Oh, absolutely. On Valentine's Day? Right. Right. So this is purely a kid's play. So it's an IP that probably doesn't mean that much to kids, though. Listen, for all we know, there could be like a a Sonic, you know, iPhone game that has been like one of oh, the biggest yeah. thing amongst, you know, uh, tweens for the last five years. And we're or just you could be a meme somewhere. Right. Maybe I should Google Sonic meme. It'll I got to be the Sonic I guys, gotta right? say It'll be those two Sonic guys. Are they bigger? Do they get a cameo in this? Well, people go to see this thinking it's the Sonic guys getting their own movie. I would, if this movie had just been called Sonic, I'd say yeah, but it is called Sonic the Hedgehog. So I think there will be, you know, maybe 3% of theater goers will be confused. But I, I think overall people, the Hedgehog thing will set Do you think straight. people will be confused with uh, that porn star that they nicknamed the Hedgehog? Um, mm. What's his face? The guy that was in all the movies. Uh, I thought he was funny. Uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Do I you think, think it's the, the Sonic guys and and Ron Jeremy in a movie? Okay, so I think that there will be maybe two to three percent of this audience will think it's because it's the Sonic hamburger commercial guys. I think even less, maybe one percent, will go thinking it is Ron Jeremy the Hedgehog from Porno. Um, because I think that audience follows the news, the porno news closely enough to know that he's not in this. And then I think that there is maybe 40 to 78 people who are alive or clinging to life who will go into this thinking this is a movie about the Sonic Hamburger guys and... Ron Jeremy, the porno hedgehog, um, like combining DNA. Okay. I think there's about 70 people in the world who will think that. Now, there is a meme. Um, Sanic the Demented Hedgehog is a meme. Uh, he's like a crudely drawn. I'm showing Pat. You can Google this. Okay, I, I guess see that's that. a big meme. Yeah. But, I mean, it's no big chungus. No, no, no. I mean, it, this is no big chungus. No, this Sanic the Demented Hedgehog is. I think Big Chungus would eat him, because he eats the world. Right, right. So Sonic is just part of that. If yeah. we're assuming he lives on Earth, um, yeah. So you're saying meme culture is not Sonic I, is not as big on meme culture enough to. He's no SpongeBob. Yeah, he's no big chungus. Right. You know, so I don't think that this meme is going to translate to dollars. Right, right, right. So, um, so then if it's not memes, it's not porno freaks, it's not fans of Sonic hamburger commercials, the audience then again, we all we end up back on it's got to be kids. Mm-hmm. And will they go? Will they go? They they know they know right now whether they're is go Jim Carrey a deterrent for a kid it's a deter- right now? Here's what I'm gonna say. Well, actually, well, here's what I'm gonna say first. I think I love how you did that. This is what I'm gonna say first. That's such a nice way to interrupt somebody. Yeah, because it'll let you know don't don't try don't it fucking anymore. try it. Jim Carrey has some perennial kid movie hits that kids. Keep it, they keep going through the generations. I'm talking your Grinch. I'm talking 
your uh oh he had something else the Grinch is the biggest one but I feel like he's got one or two other uh kid movies that kids liar are... liar no not liar liar not the comedies maybe it's only the Grinch then but the Grinch is a big one that I think has kept Jim Carrey to some degree relevant to new kids. And that might help this movie. Is it the number 23? The kids like that movie? Mm, no. I forget what it is. But I, I think him being the Grinch means something. I think you're getting seven-year-old. Christmas Carol. The animated Christmas Carol, yeah. Where it's where, where uh, Scrooge is like an action star. Yes. But is that... I don't know if that's well known. No, no. I think, I think it's, it's mostly Grinch. I think it's mostly Grinch, but I think there's something to Jim Carrey is still a little bit of a kid star to kids who are just becoming kids now. So that might mean something for Sonic. Here's the thing, and I hate to get political. Okay. You know how much I hate to get political. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a kid's movie where parents will have to take these kids. Th- these are kids of the age that they will need to be taken to the theater by a parent or get the okay by a parent to go see these movies. Right. Jim Carrey has had, you know, he there's a vaccination situation with him. Right. Where, you know, he was dating somebody or yeah, he's dating somebody who was anti-vax or whatever. I don't want to get into that whole mission gosh. But do you think we are such a politicized society that that will be like no kid of mine is going to see a movie with that anti-vax guy. Even though that's not probably I don't think the case. So. I don't think he's I don't think that's what he's most known for. Okay. I think I think Jim Carrey has a, a reputation to the public as just general kookery. Okay. Where being anti vax is just sort of in the stew and you kind of forget. And I'm not saying he is. I, I, I hate bringing it up because I don't know all the facts. Right. But right. I'm saying that that's how people uh that I probably know as much about it as somebody who would make the determination not to see a Jim Carrey movie because of it. Right. No, I, I don't I don't think that'll be a deterrent. And I think that after after you see the Sonic movie, you may everyone may be anti vax after this. Well then you're saying that this is gonna be a huge movie. I guess so. I guess Well if they were high to say thirties. That that opening weekend high thirties and maybe it hits forty for the four day. What if they were saying that the Sonic the original Sonic mm-hmm. was a pre-vax Sonic, mm. and this is after he got all his vaccinations. Would Carrie sign on for that type of movie? I don't know. I mean, did he already shoot all of his scenes before the re-edit? Right, right. Who knows? Right. You know, because he didn't do he I didn't like do that. any press for Kick-Ass Two because it had guns in it, so he might just not do press for this. He might Although he's do... been doing press. Yeah. For um. Yeah, I think if you're the Sonic people, play both sides. Appeal to both the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. Oh, wow. This movie was written by the Sonic guys, the guys from the Sonic commercials. That's so weird. And directed by Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, yeah. Um, okay, so what are you saying? You, we're, of course, this is going to go number one. Yeah. Let's do our top fives. Great. Let's do it. So I'll say Sonic number one, and I'm going to say it is hits $37 million three-day over 40 for the four-day, including the Monday. Number one. Number two, of course, well, what was what did Bad Boys make last weekend? The Bad Boys made 12. 
And then Birds of Prey, maybe 33. Yeah, so Birds of Prey has to be number two. Bad Boys, three. Um, Does any of the newbies slip in here? Is this where you put the photograph? Number four. Right. I was just going to say, what did 1970, what did, uh, hmm, you know, the photograph. 1917 made nine million. It's going to drop like a rock. Yeah. The photograph then, I think, is number three. So, Whoa, okay, we're changing this Yeah, up. Photograph 3, Bad Boys. Photograph of Bad Boys? I think so, because if I'm saying Photograph is going to make like 14, what did Bad Boys make last weekend? It made 12, right? Yeah. So I got to say Photograph 3, Bad Boys 4, and number 5. Does Blumhouse's Fantasy Island Blumhouse's make the top five? Blumhouse's Fantasy Island number 5 in 1917 is where it should be, which is not near our goddamn top five. Wow. 1917 drops out of the top five. That's my big, bold, cut-the-shit moment. Nice. We haven't had a cut-the-shit moment in a yeah. while. We probably have, but we just forget to call them that. Yeah. Uh, we're always cutting the shit. Yeah. All right, so I'm going Sonic. Number one, of course. And I think that it is going to, God, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to make, you went over. I went over. But yeah. not much. Not I much said it over. would make 37 or 38. Oh, so that's barely over. Okay. I'll go under just for funds. Um, And then Birds. Birds. Do you know what movie that's from? Birds. Birds. Uh, what is it from? You did this like a week ago, and I forgot already. Birds. What is it from? It's from uh, Sully. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I'm going to go Fantasy Island number three. Okay. So we're going head-to-head head with that shit. Okay. And then I'm going to say Photograph. Oh, so you're you're pushing bad boys all the way down. And then B boys. Huh. Interesting. It's gonna be fun, like it always is. Yeah. Because there's never a boring weekend at the box no. office. There's always a controversy. Something always lives or dies every weekend. Now I wanna real quickly shout out to a listener who emailed us. Yes. Leah, is it? It is Leah. And Leah emailed and we talked about the why. Uh, the rhythm what section. Is section. Blake I Lives. Can't... The rhythm section, which didn't even come in the top 10 this no. weekend in its second weekend. Major bomb. Catastrophe. Yes. It actually is the biggest, The the it had the lowest gross of any movie that opened over 35. Uh, no, over 2,500 theaters. 2,500. Was yeah. it 2,500 theaters? Yeah. Are you sure? 2,500 or 3,000. It is. It was a huge bomb that was on a ton of screens. It was a big bomb. So she backed us up with our uh, our idea that it was a hair situation, that yeah. it was a, a Felicity Sampson situation, that the reason this movie did so poorly is that um, she cut her hair, the uh, Blake Lively cut her hair, and with it went some of her star power. Mm-hmm. And Leah said she didn't even know she didn't even know until she heard the B.O. boys talk about it from her seeing the trailer and the advertisement. She didn't know it was Blake Lively because of the hair. That is that that speaks a lot to the power of 
you know, our follicles. Uh, yeah, follicles when it comes to stardom. Yeah. So, uh, but thank you for emailing us. Yeah. And Pat, if they want to email us, where should they email us? You could email us at vboboyspodcast at gmail.com. Leah did it last week. You can do it too. Engage with us. We just engage back. That's what happens here. That is if what you say happens. something worthwhile the way Leah did. Leah came in there, came in hot, with a great point, with a great interesting take, with an anecdote, and because of that, she was rewarded. Absolutely. Now, she was rewarded. Not the, everyone will be rewarded because if you come in with shit, you it, get shit thrown back at shit you. Shit in, shit out. Exactly. Shit in, shit out. That's that's what it is. That's what life is. Right. Learn from that. Right. Now, uh, just to make sure I am saying that we are giving correct information, because that's what people come here for. Mm -hmm. And uh, we need those people to give money to our Patreon, and Mm -hmm. they need to have accurate information. So it is the lowest opening ever for a film opening in uh, over 3,000 theaters. Wow. Rhythm section. Um, So last weekend, we said, if you listen to our episode... Uh, talking about the Oscars, and you used any of the information we gave you, and you won your pool, you owe us money. We I'm paraphrasing. Did, we did say that. That's I, right. But that is that is the intent of what we were saying. Yes. We might have beat around the bush a little bit, but um, it's time to pay the piper. So if you won your pool, and I know, I mean- <laughs> We know someone directly. We know someone directly. Who used our information to win an Oscar poll. Go to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Put a few dollars in the tip jar for us, okay? We have one Patreon right now. We would love more because we want to pay for an IMDb Pro because I'm, I'm, uh, IMDb, I'm sorry, Box Office Mojo Pro because IMDb bought it okay. and put it behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. And information is not free. That's why we are having a Patreon, too. We need to pay the bean. Got to pay the bean. Got to pay the bean. We have the $10,000 tier now. Yes. That is, we want to do a full-page variety ad for Ryan Johnson telling Star Wars to suck it. It's a picture of Ryan Johnson giving the crotch chop. And saying, suck it, Star Wars. And then the- No, it just said, suck it. You, you know what it that means. Uh, it, oh, you're right. It doesn't say. Uh, well, it, what it does have on it is the box office total for Knives Out. Right, right. Yeah. That's on there. Yeah, and it being over top of that weekend of Star Wars where it beat it. Yes. Uh, so that is that's an ad we want to do. You'd be an exec producer on that. We're still talking about font size and all that, depending right. on how many people give to it. Right. So if you are get somebody, in early, get in often. Yeah. So if you are somebody who won your pool because of anything you heard, if you haven't listened to the episode, we are to assume that you use that information. Right. There's no way not to, to, to there's no way for you to say, oh, I listened, but I didn't use that advice. Right. That's not going to cut it. You listen, you use it. You, you listen, you use it. So give us some money. We also want to have Limbiscuit. Uh, is rolling as our opening theme. Mm-hmm. That's also something that we want to make a little money for. Yeah. And also, guys, we're here every week giving yeah. you the box office, You're stanking the place up. It's got to be worth something. Tip your boys. It's got to be worth something. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, B.O. Boys Patreon, give to it, please. And then, of course, 
rate and review, whatever. Subscribe. Yes. Tell your friends. That's big. I mean, we altered the course of movie history. Mm -hmm. You need to be part of this. Mm -hmm. And you can be. Evangelize on our behalf. Exactly. Evangelize. Listen, everyone should be evangelizing for something in their life. Evangelize for us. You got to evangelize for something in this life. All right. So was that enough? That's did we do it? We did it. All right. We done did it. We done did it. So until next time, we'll we'll smell you at the box office. office. Nailed Nailed it. it. There we go. 